One, two, three, clap. I didn't do it so hard this time. Good. Don't damage yourself, that's inconvenient. They still hurt. I could get cyber upgrades. Hi, and welcome to Hey Buddy, Nice Podcast. Over there in Scotland, almost being subjected to naked video game characters because I had unfortunate pants. That's broken Hastings. And over there in Western Australia, (laughs) dressing his video game characters in weird-ass clothing, it's Wayne Giovanazzi. It's a cyberpunk world. There is only weird-ass clothing. That's true. That's, that's the way it should be. Everything mm-hmm. should be weird-ass clothing. Yep. They should have dinosaurs with king hats on them. Yes. Exactly. Right. When we last uh, left off, we were talking about video games, and we started talking about video games without even mentioning we were talking about video games. So yeah. that worked well, didn't it? Yeah. Mm. But we're not talking about video games. I do want to talk about something which is video game slash card game related. Ooh. Mm. Did you know that they're making, uh, or they're going to be releasing, an Exploding Kittens cartoon on Netflix? Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, I had the, the first teaser trailer dropped today, and it looks good. It looks funny. It looks a little bit like, um, uh, it, it reminds me a tad of Good Omens. <laughs> oh, yeah, I couldn't work out the voice of... But basically, the premise is God comes to Earth, but is a cat. <laughs> uh, and I for, for for about 20 seconds, I thought it, I couldn't rec- I couldn't pick the voice. And uh-huh. I was like, is that is that Michael Sheen? Could it be Michael Sheen? <laughs> but no, it wasn't. It would have been too good if it was. Who is it? Uh, uh, Tom Ellis. Oh. I, 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 I wasn't familiar at first. I had to... Google Tom Ellis, but he is Lucifer and Lucifer. I was going to say he's Lucifer and Lucifer mm. and was the OG Robin Hood in Once Upon a Time before he got replaced. Ah, mm, before he became the devil. Yes. Yeah. Mm, okay. Interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, they, look, I have high hopes for this mm-hmm. because uh, I really enjoyed, actually legitimately enjoyed The Secret Life of Pets 2, right? Mm-hmm. Now, for starters, I believe it's Brian Lynch. Yeah. Uh, but also, the script was punched up and, like, jokes were punched up by Matthew Inman, creator of The Oatmeal. I honestly thought you were going to say Matthew Donnelly there for a second. No, no. No, by Matt Inman of The Oatmeal, who oh. created Exploding Kittens with, um, oh, I forget his name, uh, you know, Pendulette and such and such, yeah. bringing you, you lying sack. Uh, it says it on the cover, maybe. I don't know. Uh, it might, I just said it say explaining kids. Oh, there it is up there. Oh, it's behind I hear his name all the time in the patron thanks mm-hmm. of Sunday school. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it, they've been working on it for four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I think it's going to... If if it's as funny as Secret Life of Pets 2, I think it's going to do... I think it's going to be really good. Yeah. I think Netflix do cartoons really well. Uh, hmm. Especially on existing properties because Cuphead was great. Uh, the Captain yeah. Underpants cartoon was great. You know, so in my book, uh, they've got a good track record. Apparently the cyberpunk anime is amazing as well. I've heard of that. I've not, I never got a chance to see that and I don't have Netflix at yeah. the moment. But. I might, yeah, I want to, I want to cut all of them. I, I don't want any of them. Because when I think of something that I do want to watch... It's not on them. I, I say, well, like Netflix, Disney Plus. Oh right, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep Disney Plus. Yeah. Why do I keep Disney Plus? Bluey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, there's other stuff on there as well that I 
you know, there's there's usually something coming up on Disney Plus that I, I stick on. I um, have to quickly check something because Bluey, Disney, at one of the Disney parks, there was a Bluey attraction, right? A Bluey, it was like a treasure hunt. Oh. Uh, uh, there was a scavenger hunt, and it was only going for like a day or something. Wow. Uh, it was removed two days after they made it a thing at Walt Disney World, I want to say, which is the one in Florida. Uh, I don't, I can't. I, it sounds like I a temporary attraction thing. It sounds yeah, but, like a, a tester. Yeah, but it was. Uh, Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort launched the Healer Family hide-and-seek scavenger hunt on Thursday, marking the first official use of Bluey at Walt Disney World and at Disney parks and resorts in general. So it says, starting on November 2nd, pick up a clue guide, which they do this stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the bike barn between 9 and 5, the Healer Family is on holiday at the campground and is playing a game of hide-and-seek. Bluey needs your help to find all her family members so she can be, cr- be crowned, the, the so she can be king-hatted, the hide-and-seek winner at their Thanksgiving dinner. Follow each clue to lead to a family member in hiding. Once all healers have been found, head to the bike barn to claim your prize, where you go to a cast member and they give you a physical prize I once mean, you've found everyone. Do you think it's because uh, Bluey's Australian and there is no Thanksgiving? <laughs> but they're, they're holidaying. They're holidaying there. But even then, if I was holidaying in America, I wouldn't expect to go to that. I wouldn't... You know, it I doesn't say any. Yeah, yeah okay. It okay, does. It does say so that yeah. so that she could be crowned at Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Like you're Australian, you yeah. don't have that. Yeah, but everyone in Australia knows Thanksgiving is a premise. That's true. Yeah, I think everybody in the world knows Thanksgiving is a premise. Oh, okay, it looks like the the prize you get was a sticker that says Healer Family Hide and Seek Fort 2023. So but yeah, it sounds no, temporary. Yeah, but there was no word on why they stopped it. Why they took it down? Maybe a child got injured. Maybe someone someone on Reddit saying sounds like copyright infringement got rightfully shut down. I wish companies would pay to do these things legitimately rather than infringe well-known intellectual properties. I mean, Bluey Disney it, has the rights to Bluey. Exactly. Unless maybe they thought they did and they didn't. Maybe that's what happened. Possibly. I don't know. Maybe they've only got certain rights. Maybe they've only got streaming rights. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, but come on, it's Disney. They're gonna, they're gonna. Well, one, they're gonna make sure that they can do it. The mouse Two, has the money. If, they, if yeah, the mouse has the money. Two, if they realize that they don't have the rights to do it, they're just gonna fucking buy it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But speaking of copyright infringement stuff, uh, back in 2006, there was a uh, Nintendo. I don't know if you had the same kind of thing. Nintendo used to do a thing called the Nintendo Connection Tour, where they would go to shopping uh, malls mm-hmm. uh, and set up events to see like new games that are coming out, and they would do it yearly. I don't know if that sort of thing happened over in the UK. I don't remember. I remember when the Switch came out, there was like a stand in the centre for a good mm. while where you could test out the Switch. Yeah. You know, no, there was it's, like... it's a little bit different. Yeah. I mean, that's that something like that was how I learned that Nintendo 64 was even a thing. Mm. I like I had no idea. I didn't have the internet in yeah. 1996 uh, or read video game magazines or anything. We were walking through Mirabooka Square shopping centre and there was this big fucking like trailer thing mm-hmm. with like fold out windows with tvs on it with um 
video games and we were looking at it it's like oh wow it's so weird and um we had no idea what it was and my mom says oh it's a new nintendo console and i was like no nah, it can't be nintendo because the graphics are 3d it must be playstation it's like well that's mario and like what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like yeah surprised the shit out of me didn't get to play it though because there's a whole bunch of people and we had to leave mm-hmm. uh but no the nintendo connection tour it was an event yeah it was meant to be a big event like so much so that they had uh, like mario kart competitions and uh when new super mario brothers came out on ds they had a competition for that as well wow. and um when i entered it i was playing against a guy that was dressed as link and i was like Ooh. oh i'm gonna lose because this guy obviously knows what he's doing uh, I found out later that he, well, like, he, he became part of my work friend's inner circle, mm-hmm. basically. So I didn't know him, and then I ended up knowing him. Um, and uh, that, so that was, that was weird. But uh, yeah, apparently he'd never played the game before and had no idea what he was doing. So I got lucky. Yeah. Um, I forgot my whole point. How good is that? What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, copyright infringement. So, because <laughs> if we talk about nothing else, copyright infringement is a big topic here on our Hey Buddy Nice podcast. Mm-hmm. Kez was working at a cafe at the time, which yeah. was like literally yards away from where they'd set up the connection tour inside the shopping center. Mm-hmm. Now, this cafe, they used um, like little cutouts of like Shrek and donkey and all this all these like cartoons and, and stuff like that for their kids menu mm-hmm. someone that was there on behalf of nintendo um <laughs> saw this and was like uh yeah i represent nintendo and uh uh dreamworks or whoever the fuck it is this stuff needs to be removed yeah <laughs> otherwise action will be taken like, it's like it's for the menu. The They're not being sold. Exactly. There's nothing going on. But it is Nintendo, and um, yeah, it's 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 oh, this five dollar child's food menu uh, meal. It, you're not losing out on much money there, uh, big corporation. Yeah. But what's the chances of someone from who would represent those companies actually showing up to this cafe? Well, exactly. Just on the off chance that there was a Nintendo event there that they were there. Exactly. For the promotion of. But yeah, Bluey. Are you going to get the Bluey Nintendo Switch game? Yes. <laughs> I um, will be It's not just on Switch. It. It's Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's on playstation as well which means there's yes. probably which means actually there's not even probably there's going to be trophies oh chris is awake oh, he's yeah. playing spider-man oh spider-man Sp- <laughs> spider-man 2 spider-man is that spider-man 2 t-o-o or the numeral uh, numeral or is it two. spider-man to the wall numeral 2 17th of 11th okay. so we've got five days five days i've yeah. added it i'll to be the playing it on list. switch i'll play yeah. it on switch unless it comes to playstation plus then i'll play it on that and now it's saying four players. Do I have to play with four people, or can I play it singly? I yeah, it 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 will be one to four, four players, surely. It just no, says four players. You must have a bingo. Well, you must have a bluey. You yeah. must have four controllers. Well, that's what shit me off with um, Little Big Planet with uh some of the items to collect. You needed to do it with three or four players. Well, that's what I'm worried like, about with the Klonoa yeah. star thing I was saying about last episode, where I was like, mm. it was implied that you needed two players, and I was like, fuck this. Mm. Well, just plug in a second controller. Well, that's no, how I said, old you needed I am, to, kids. You needed to throw things, like do things simultaneously. Yeah, I was yeah. like, can 
can I get hey. mum to learn to do this? Yeah. I did a whole bunch of the Little Big Planet stuff with two controllers by myself. Yeah. Look, I've played video games longer with wireless controllers than I did with having to plug them in, yet I still say plug in a controller. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I, I remember, yeah, the amount of times I've done that, but the problem with that is that that means... <sighs> Doing that means that you have to be able to leave one character still. For se- you don't have to do things oh. simultaneously. Uh, uh, Mr. Sakurai, Sakurai, um, Masahiro Sakurai, uh, the producer, the guy in charge of the Smash Brothers video games, yeah? Mm-hmm. When he was showing off like new characters that were coming out and that, he was playing by himself against himself with multiple controllers. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah. So it's a thing that people can do. I'm not saying mm-hmm. I was great at it. I mean, I had to, like, think hard some with some of those puzzles on what I had to press and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so the game Snipperclips. Did you ever play this game Snipperclips on the Nintendo Switch? It was a launch title. One I don't of my think favorite so. games on the Switch. See, there's single player, there's two player, there's four player. Mm-hmm. But you can play the four player mode with two players and you can swap between who you're controlling. Like you oh. control two each, and you, yeah. So stuff like that. I feel like, yeah, nah, yeah. You shouldn't have um, trophies that are centric around having to have another person. Yeah, the trophies haven't been released. The trophy list hasn't been released yet, as far as I can Ooh. see. So uh... make sure Bluey doesn't get rabies. I think I think you're right. I think it probably will be able to be the fact that they've put co-op as an option. Yeah. Like, in, in the description, you know, makes me think that, yeah. But yeah, I, I I will be I will be playing that. I would also like to play Alan Wake 2, because I would actually like to play Alan yes. Wake. Mm. I tried. I tried on Xbox 360. I couldn't get into it. Well, they released it, was... re-released it for the PlayStation 5. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I might. Uh, like a remake version, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I might try, because it was back in the day when I had trouble playing you know like scary games and stuff mm-hmm. when now i'm uh, after playing like the last of us and that yeah i'm not scared of dying in those games because i, I it's just that i don't want to have to redo things that's all yeah uh, so i might give it a shot but alan wake 2 looks pretty cool alan wake 2 looks good uh yes now the problem with these pills are what are, the problem that i the, the thing that i really like about it, look they say the days of the week on them next to them right you don't take them but- in the order do you I started them on a Tuesday. So oh. I get to a day like this and it's one left on a Monday and I'm like, did I forget to take one? Mm-hmm. Actually, just while, while you're taking that, um, I'm just looking through my PlayStation wish list and mm-hmm. there's one here that I'd forgotten that I'd added. Dear uh, PlayStation, this year I wish for... Ebenezer and the Invisible World. This so is a familiar. this is a video game sequel to the to a Christmas Carol where you play as Ebenezer oh. Scrooge and it looks really fucking good. Okay. So I'm I'm going to be getting that that I think that might be my my Christmas uh, my game for the last week before Christmas. The ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future are back, and this time they're taking no prisoners. Well, it looks fucking badass. <laughs> you know, I'm like I'm I'm all about this. Eh. But yeah, I'd I'd like to play that. Uh, yeah, there's not a huge amount. I of mean, in having stuff. said that, every single Poirot game looks pretty cool to play as well. But then probably isn't. Uh, it's like everyone knows 
um, like murder on the Orient Express. So like, what's the point of even playing that now? That's true. I'm having a look at it now and it actually reminds me a bit of, did you ever play the Raven? Uh, no, but I'm going to guess it's based on um, Edgar Allan Poe works. It's oh, not. Really? It's not. Now uh, I'm less interested. Less it's interested. a detective game, but ah. uh, uh, The Raven is a, it's a detective like, master game. criminal. You play as Detective Raven. Okay, you don't. so the detective is after The Raven. The re- detective is after The Raven, but you don't even play as the detective you play as a policeman who's like like smarter than the actual detectives of the case and then going oh okay but it's it's really it's quite good it's a very simple game that's that's what they need to do they need to release like these agatha christie stories games right Mm -hmm. um but instead of playing as like miss marple or hercule poirot you play as the person who's always like oh you fucking poirot always coming in here getting in the way shit like that you should play as that guy i mean yeah there's that i mean what about the sherlock holmes games uh, yeah, they're the same sort of vein, but the thing is, I'm probably more likely to play them because I don't know the stories. <laughs> so, that's true. I, that's true. Devil's Daughter, yeah. I, like, because these don't really have a. These aren't based on gay, uh, books. Yeah, I think it was a Sherlock Holmes game, uh, where you would walk around as Sherlock and then you'd turn around and then like Watson is just behind you, no matter like how far away you get from him. Like you, you back away from him, so you're watching him. You go up the stairs around the corner, mm-hmm. turn around, then turn back, and is right behind you. <laughs> I think that's what it was. It might have been, it might have been a different game, but it was yeah, that sort of that's that kind of game. But yeah, but I've got other ones on here. <laughs> uh, Control, Digimon, The Occupation. Digimon. I don't know what The Occupation is. The Occupation. Yeah. Uh, it's so it's when you um uh I, I guess when you have a job first person uh, fixed it, time inversive sim investigative thrillers that must have been when i was in my mm. oh let's play detective games mode. are you sure it wasn't the observer because that's the game i'm playing i was playing no, on it's definitely okay, the occupation that... okay all right cool because I, I think because maybe when i say it because i thought it was like oh is this the one that wayne's playing i was like no it's not yeah yep. uh mega man i'd like to play the mega man games oh yeah yeah uh, what about um, Super Mario RPG, which is coming out this month on Switch? Is that something you care about? Not really. I mean, I really only play games on the Switch. I only play Pokemon on the Switch, really. <laughs> yeah. You know, unless it's yeah. like, I, I would probably play Red Dead Redemption on Switch. I'd probably play games that I know I will never yeah. platinum. Mm, yeah, but I want yeah, to play yeah. anyway, I'd probably, or at the very least, I'd start them on the Switch. Yeah. But I don't get... I'm just seeing that there's, like, Persona this Persona games, which have just been re-released, which are... Like, why Why is this Persona game, like, 84, 90... Why is this, why is this Persona game oh, 85 quid? Yeah. What the fuck Fucking is going hell. on? Like... I mean, that's that's a digital version as well. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, what 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 the fuck is going on here? This... I don't pay any more than... Uh, well, yeah. $89 is the ticketed price that I would never pay any more than for a video game nowadays. How how much is that? Oh, how much is that in people that, dollars? That's, that would be, like, top end. Uh, and even then, I'm not paying $89. Most games that come out, uh, like at Kez's work, $79, and then an extra $7.90 off for staff discount. Wow. So, yeah, that's that's about 45 quid here. Our games that are... good like, or bad? Uh, that, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not... Let's be honest, it's not good. But in, no. in, te- in relative terms, I mean, a new game coming out will be about 69 quid. 
Yeah. Uh, one moment. One moment. Just so you know, uh, Louis Tomlinson is performing in Scotland tonight or tomorrow or something. Oh, whereabouts? In Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Super Mario Sunshine on the mm-hmm. Nintendo GameCube. Yeah. Oh? No, 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 no. Oh, here it is. Good. This video game came out in the year 2002. Uh-huh. I paid $96.84 for it in 2002. Mm-hmm. That is the most I'll ever pay for a video game ever again, I think. Unless yeah. it's like a super duper awesome collector's edition or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're saying, Wayne, how do you know this? Because I keep all my receipts. Look at this. This was at the <laughs> end of a till roll. It's got a pink stripe on it. Jesus. And it's even got a rip. But yeah, I keep all my receipts for that. And it's a good thing I did. Because when you go to the internet and you type in Mario Sunshine release date, it says that it was the 19th of July, 2002. What? Oh, in Japan. Oh, right. (laughs) Gonna say. Uh, October 11th, right? Uh Uh-huh. 2002. The date on my receipt is October the 4th. Which means I may have been the first person in Australia to have purchased a copy of this game and wow. have the game. <laughs> because I'd called uh, a department store and say, hey, have you got Mario Sunshine in? And they're like, uh, yeah, we've got it like out the back in a box. I'm like, cool, I'm going to come and get it. Yeah, okay. You were definitely so, not meant to get that. <laughs> I was definitely not meant to get that. No. That's walked, like- in, walked in the heat. Uh, not a short distance to get get to this place to buy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when it's like, yeah, I called before. I'm buying Mario Sunshine. It's like, oh, yeah, it's out the back in a box. Like, cool. I want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, this this guy definitely should not have been selling me no. that game. No, it's it's a bit like game. I ordered the George Harrison vinyl box set mm. in HMV. And I got a call to say I I could come. It was then I could come get it. Cool. Went in, went and got it. And the manager came over and was like, look. Yeah. Uh, that was the system telling you. It doesn't actually come out for another 10 days. Uh, yeah. We're not supposed to sell it to you, but here you go. Yeah. So. Uh, at one of the video game retailers that I worked at, one of the retailers that sells video games I worked at, it was a specialty retailer. Mm-hmm. Um. So that narrows it down to two potential possibilities. I won't name who it was. Uh, they told me a story. This is uh, during a launch of a, a, a console. Yeah. Uh, they were saying, last console launches didn't go so great for us. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, really? Tell me why. Because someone in one of the stores sold an Xbox 360 like a week and a half early. Yeah. They had to call this guy and say... We were not meant to sell you that. If anyone finds out, we're going to be in big trouble. So um, we would like to uh, give you a refund and then you can have the Xbox 360 for free if you agree to this and not tell anyone that this happened. And basically, you'll be taken care of for games and stuff that you want during this launch period. (laughs) Yeah. He better fucking took it. I believe he did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there, there were no... Oh, what are they called? The guys that showed up for Wizards of the Coast? Uh, oh, my God, yeah, the Pinkertons. Pinkertons, yeah. There was no Pinkertons involved. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Slight uh, digression nice. because I'm getting a little bit thirsty. Oh, okay. We're we're going for a it's it's a it's a cultural exchange. It's a lesson in cultural differences. That's what it is. Yeah. Because it's it's you in, indulging in your own culture. Yes. Of iron brew, and mm-hmm. it is a it's another specialty special edition of the energy drinks. Is it? Yes. What's it, this one called? This one it's an orange can, and I originally mm-hmm. thought it was orange, but it says Origin Original. So instead of like Diablo Cherry, this is Origin Original. It's just going to taste like Iron Brew. I think so. I think but so. But they already do an Iron Brew energy drink. Granted, wow. as far as I'm aware, it's only in a smaller can. It is. So I'm very curious mm. to see, if, considering how how good I love the how much I love the other two. So mm. here's the crack. Oh. They do have. Do you have what these cans are got? How? What's the carbonation level like? Uh, when you say carbonation level, what do you mean? How bubbly is it? <laughs> Medium. How medium. fizzy. Okay. Because with a crack like that, it had a crack for days, uh, it seemed like it should be more fizzy. Do you know what? It, this is kind of funny. It actually tastes like iron brew with fake iron brew flavor added. Okay. So you can taste the original iron brew, but uh, on top of that, there's a layer of fake iron brew. Yeah. Like as if uh, I've just eaten iron brew flavor yeah, jelly yeah. babies or something. You know, and yep, I'm taking yep, and I'm yep. drunk drunk iron brew on top of it. That's what it tastes like. It tastes quite good actually. It's not my favourite, <laughs> but it's good. So you said iron brew, but uh, I know you're saying I R O N when you say it like that. Is there one that is I apostrophe R O N? If not, we need to get that one out in the market. Iron <laughs> No, there's brew. not. I don't know anybody called Ron that we should that I could pitch that to. Hmm. I had a, a, I don't know, I don't know the procession. Look at of, that. Look at that ooh, bright fancy. orange. It looks like Lucozade. Yeah, it's very, very orangey, orange Lucozade. Mm. Uh, but no, I have an uncle, had an uncle, now deceased, uh, mm-hmm. who was a Ron. But I don't, I don't know, I don't know the progression of family tree and shit. Like, it was my dad's uncle. So great uncle? I don't yes. know. Yes. Yeah. It was my dad's father's sister's husband. All right, so thumbs up. It's a thumbs up, is it? It's a thumbs up. Good. There's no mention of Steve Zahn whatsoever. No, not not so. Not look. The Steve Zahn Moody Octopus scale still applies, but not for this. Mm-hmm. For movies starring Steve Zahn or with Steve Zahn appearing in or contributing to, mm-hmm. and then anything else, it would. It would, we're going back to if it applied. Are you yeah. happy with that? Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. (laughs) We just need to know. We needed to yum nut it out. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, (laughs) Oh, um, I went to go make a purchase during the week Mm -hmm. with my my ATM card. Not Mm. a credit card or anything like that. An ATM card. card. A debit card. It was declined. I'm like, well, I know there's money on there. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on now. So I, I went went to another place and I tried to just like get some cash out. Mm, declined. I'm like, squeeze me. What the actual fuck? So I'm standing there like an idiot. I have to go put my energy drink back that I was going to buy so I could get cash out. And I walk out and I try to contact my bank and um, I don't want to call them. So I use the in-app messaging thing. And nowadays, you know how like, online support it would be 
wait for an operator to become available and then mm-hmm. you chat with them. Yeah. That's not how it works now. Now it's um you send a message and they'll get back to you. Yeah, like, it's it's like but, an a, it's it's pretty much it's the start of the phone call where they're like press one to go to yeah sort of yeah yeah uh, but uh, you just say I want to talk to a person not a virtual assistant it's like okay yeah. we'll connect you now and then you 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 type in what your problem is and it's like cool uh, we'll get back to you like it's an instant messenger right yeah. say I say I haven't seen your message mm-hmm. an hour later I see your message and I reply. And then you reply back to me and then, oh, it's another 20 minutes. Oh, I didn't even realize I had a notification. So it could, it can go like that. And like, it was like, they're they're talking to multiple people at once. That's what it is. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, And the guy is like, okay, I'll just look into it for you. I look into it. It's like, oh, it appears that there uh, has been some fraudulent activity on your, uh, on your bank account. I'm like, okay, that seems like some pretty important information you should have fucking notified me about. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to transfer you to our fraud team. I'm like, okay. And then, that's fine. Transfer me to the fraud team. But it says the fraud team is only available Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. till 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. It's like, okay, what if I'm being defrauded on the weekend? (laughs) What the fuck do I do? Well, not only that, you would think that the person transferring you would know that. Oh, no, no, it's fine. Uh, like It was within business hours of the fraud oh, team. Oh, all right, all right, right. Cool. I just mean if it was outside of business hours and I needed to pay, I don't know, let's say someone's holding uh, my my puppy hostage and they're like, mm-hmm. you got to give me $40 from your bank account, otherwise your puppy is living with me forever. I mean, I'm just saying $40, not enough. Mm-hmm. I'd keep a puppy over $40 any mm-hmm. day of the week. Um, and if it's on a Saturday, what are you meant to do? If you can't take your money out because your account has a hold on it due to fraudulent activity and they can't lift it, it's like yeah, maybe it was, maybe it was only the chat fraud team. Maybe. maybe I don't know. Yep. So after like half an hour of waiting, they're like, "Yeah, we just need to confirm if you've um, attempted to make purchases on these websites." And I'm like, it's a bunch of letters dot com. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll go to it. I'll click on the link you've provided me. And it's just like a front-facing thing that says, why are you here? You've probably attempted to make a purchase on some kind of subscription, right? So there's no need to um, uh, do a chargeback on your account because it's probably something you've legitimately done. And oh, all three of these websites, exactly the same. Oh, it's like, like, don't, don't oh, worry about it. Don't, don't, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> fraudulent as fuck. And they've got a phone number you can call in the US that I'm sure when you call, it's just a recorded message saying the same sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, so it's like, I can confirm I did not attempt purchases on these websites. Look mm-hmm. at them. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's nothing to purchase there. So... Like, cool, we'll have to issue you a new card. I was like, okay, what do I do if I want to make purchases in the meantime? Can I, like, use Google Pay or something? It's like, not for, like, 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Like, cool. So I, uh, I've never had to... Like, I've cancelled cards before because I thought I'd lost them and then found them later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never had fraudulent activity, suspicious activity, yeah. where they've had to uh, reissue a card. I've had it when I've been traveling abroad in the United States and I've told them that's the case. And they're like, oh, lol, we forgot. Uh, oh, I remember you telling me about this, yeah. And then they just lift it there and then so they don't yeah. have to issue a new card or anything. But there's, there's, there are people who don't have credit cards. There are people who need to access their funds. Yeah. It's, and who, who carries cash nowadays? 
fetish exactly people. yeah i mean the only reason i wanted to get cash out was to try and make a purchase it's only like, because like, your card didn't work that's literally yeah, it i f- i figured it was them i figured yeah. their machines weren't working yeah. Oh, yeah no it's uh yeah i've had it where I've, I've tried to buy something and i've got a text like yeah. it's it's literally it's been rejected on the system and i've instantly got a text from the back saying did you try to make this purchase I'm like, yeah. yes, that was me. Okay, thanks. If it's rejected, <laughs> it's like, try again. Bank, you're not my mother. Stop trying to shame me. <laughs> yeah, I'm it, a grown person. I can buy whatever I want. I think. I think if the most embarrassing was a couple of years ago. I bought when I bought the the Tarbell book set. Yeah. And what yeah. happened with that one is uh, I got money for my birthday because uh, this this was pre Vegas. So this yeah, was yeah. Uh, before I ever planned or started going to Vegas. So mm-hmm. birthday money was spent on things. So I put it all in my bank account and then ordered the Tarbell book set. And it was like 200 quid or something. Yeah. It, okay. uh, which for like eight books. That's yeah. pretty good. Um, Hang on. Eight divided by 200 is... Yeah, I think that math checks out. Yeah. Uh, all right. And then I got uh, a text message saying, did you try and do this? I'm like... Did you try and spend 200 <laughs> quid on Merchant of Magic? And I was like, I did. <laughs> the bank, it just wants to judge. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah. They're judging. They're judging. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you don't eat meat. No, I don't. Have you ever had fake spam? No. I have no I've look- never had spam, period. Okay, g- good choice. I don't like the taste of spam. It tastes like cat food. It smells like cat food. Yeah. Uh, I like sp- turkey spam. Turkey spam's mm-hmm. good. Uh, th- there is unmeat uh, in a can, which is meant to be meat-free spam. And it's like, I don't want to pay $6 for a tin of that. Meat in it a can just... Nah. It was on sale for three bucks. Mm-hmm. So I got, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got the original unmeat and the beef-flavored unmeat. Mm-hmm. And they are better than spam. I mean, you crack it open... Like, part of opening a tin of Spam is a, is a fun tin to open because it's a weird shape. Yeah. Instantly, that smells like cat food, which is a good sign, really. But it it tastes better. It's got a better texture than Spam. Mm-hmm. It's like, have you had um, non-meat loaf? No, Vegan I've had meat nut loaf? roast. Yeah, I, I imagine it's similar to nut roast. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound good either. No, it doesn't. It's like a yum nut. Yum nuts, <laughs> nut roasts. This is, yeah. I, I think... I, yeah, it's a winner. Mm-hmm. If you see fake meat in a can, I I say try it if it's at a decent price. Mm-hmm. Someone without a face on the television. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't Mel Gibson, the man without a face. That's no. a movie. No. Yeah. Uh, you should probably know that Giles keeps come popping up over your shoulder, and I'm like, oh, yeah, hello. Uh, earlier, hello, Kes it on Giles in a uh, nightgown. <laughs> While you're away, oh yeah, yeah. It was it was during the break. Um, so speaking of purchases, then from the US, oh, Merchants of Magic is is that in the US? UK, UK. It's right. uh, I I feel like it is related to Vanishing yeah. Ink, but I'm not 100 percent yeah. sure. I feel okay. like it's the UK version of Va- uh, Vanishing yeah. Ink. I, I was just trying to get into international purchases because um, we had some cheese bag feedback. Ooh. Uh, about um, coffee in America and mm-hmm. how it should be purchased. Ooh. Uh, it's from Michael Shaw. And Michael Shaw says, oh, I should probably look up for the actual 
tweet, but oh well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to paraphrase uh, that uh, it wasn't till like their last day that they discovered the best way to get their coffee. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, with whiskey added to it. Oh, yeah. That's a... Yeah. That's an Irish coffee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But an Irish coffee, I when I think Irish coffee, I always think like Bailey's. Did it fuck up? I don't know what we were talking about. Who knows what we were talking about? Nobody. Because we had a tech issue. But that's fine. Uh, I blame Brogan's lack of space. Lack of storage. I don't know how, because I don't, I don't know what was keeping up, keeping that space up. Yeah. You know? Who but. knows? Por- pornography, I assume. <laughs> no, that's silly. Not pornography. That's an it was just fold are you heathen. Exactly. Yeah, that doesn't take up much. I the this the folder that is unzipped is all the photos of Teller and Danny Davis. You need quick access to them. Mm-hmm. 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 I yep. do. <laughs> uh, I have multiple tabs talk- open on my phone that's just pictures of Danny. <laughs> anytime anytime you go to your phone, that's what I assume you were doing. Yeah. Yeah, um, we we said I think you mentioned that I had a haircut last episode. Yeah, um, and we didn't really go into it, but my haircut process is different now. Oh, what is I, your haircut process? I, so I went to go get a haircut on I don't remember what day it was, maybe a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And uh, for starters, I opened the app, and you can't see who's working that day, right? Until opening hours so i was like i'll just drive there walked in uh it was opening time still couldn't use the app it was like for some fucked up reason wouldn't work so i couldn't see the guy that i've been going to and i'm like how long for a haircut and they're like it's like a 25 minute wait and they've literally just opened their doors and like okay whatever then i'm walking out i get a phone call and they're saying hey we're ready for you for your haircut it's like what are you talking about i was just talking to you at the counter and you said 25 minutes it's like no no you booked through the app it's like no i didn't and i've already left goodbye (laughs) that's weird so the next day it's like all right i'll try again uh i look on the app beyond opening time and the guy's not there. So I could just roll the dice. I've got two options now. I can go somewhere else or mm-hmm. I could roll the dice. I figure I may as well go somewhere else because if I'm rolling the dice anyway on whoever's cutting my hair, I can go somewhere that's cheaper. Yeah. The place I chose, it's the kind of place that looks like people go to, the kind of people who get their hair cut weekly, right? For maintain maintenance okay. of their hairstyle. Uh, it's... it's a, I don't want to. I don't want to stereotype, so that's why I'm just saying people, right? Mm-hmm. But there, there are certain cultures, at least, where me, the men want to have, look very well trimmed in their facial hair and have their hair done right. Yeah. So I'm like, that seems like a good place to go to. Every time I walk past it, there's always plenty of people there to give haircuts, and there's people getting haircuts, and they, I haven't seen any rude heads as I walk past or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go there. Now, it is also $15 cheaper, which means if I continue going there, it's basically buy two, get one free <laughs> compared to the other place. So, and I think it's not terrible. It's still kind of got the length and yeah, it's good enough. It's not, it's not a horrible haircut. Considering you're never entirely happy with your haircuts anyway. Yeah, I think yeah. yeah, I think that's the best case scenario. You might as well pay yep. less to be just as unhappy yeah. with your hair as you always are. <laughs> you started off just as uh, I thought you were gonna say ugly as ever. 
It's like, yeah, why, why not? I'm, I wouldn't <laughs> say that to your face. The hair, my hair, so it's, it's like buzzed sides and that still. And um, mm-hmm. he was surprised when I said, I don't know, like 0.5 yeah. for, the, for the length. He's like, oh, okay. It's like, look, whatever, start with a one. I don't give a fuck. You do you, buddy. You do what you think is going to look good on my head. That is why I come here, because I don't know. And the hair on top is at a length where if I haven't done anything to it, it looks very messy. Mm-hmm. But if I... it's stylable at this length whereas Mm -hmm. before it got too long where I didn't know what I could do with it so yeah I really hope you don't hate me for this Uh, the top part the long part of your hair Mm -hmm. looks like the kid from Hotel Transylvania 2 Hotel Transylvania 2 okay let's see Dennis is his name Oh no! Yeah, he's got he's got a full. He's got a full on afro. But yeah, he's yeah, got the, a full on fro. The the top the top part of your hair it, it looks that fluffy. Yeah. Well, sometimes sometimes when I look in the mirror, uh, it's almost like uh, in the later seasons of Modern Family, Luke had this style haircut. Yeah. Because he has curly hair, and my hair goes curly. Mm-hmm. So if I if I've like just woken up. And like run my hands through my hair, it sort of does that. Yeah. Which I don't like. I don't like it. But we don't like but Modern yeah. Family because fucks of Via Vagada. That's right. Exactly. How how but, dare she be rude to Matthew Donnelly? But we support Ed O'Neill. We do support Ed O'Neill. Yeah. Ed O'Neill was an accent challenge. So he was. yeah. Mm. We love him. Yep. But we, yeah. we love and support Matthew Donnelly more. Of course, absolutely. <sighs> right, we're at the point where we can go to art talk. Which we could, or we could do something that appeals directly to Brogan Hastings. I mean, considering I don't have art talk at the moment and I'm always down for, you know, self-indulgence. Well, in that case. (sighs) So I was thinking, leading up to when we were going to record yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. It's like... We, we were going to do some bank episodes and they were going to be like shorter so we can just put them out and, and it's like well why don't we do like a full-on nanny themed episode <laughs> it's like how could we do how can we do this how can we test brogan hastings i know let's look online for a the nanny quiz <laughs> So I found it's Pro Profs. God, I feel like I just spat everywhere saying that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, pop filter. Pro Profs quizzes. Ultimate the nanny quiz. Okay. So uh, we can do it. I'm going to do all questions sequential. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to get feedback during the quiz. Okay. So I'm going to be the quiz master. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask you the questions. And you're going to... Look, first of all, you're going to do it without the multiple choice. And if you don't know, I'll give you the multiple choice. Okay. Okay. Question. Does this include questions that are like behind the scenes? As in, on which date? Blah, blah, blah. No, it shouldn't be. Okay. So, are you familiar with the game Seen It? Yes. I fucking hated that so much when the questions were like that. Yeah. Where they, they'll show a video clip and say, uh, what year was this movie released? Like, well, why, why are you showing me a fucking footage from uh, Uncle Buck with John Candy? It's like, I don't know. I don't know. Right. So this is, oh, you get it. Okay. 35 questions. Mm-hmm. Question one, the nanny-in-law. I'm guessing it's season one, episode 10. 
Is that what that means? I don't know. It says, when Maxwell's childhood nanny comes for a visit, Cece is reminded of her own childhood nan- her hood nanny. Nanny Bobo. What was her <laughs> final answer? <laughs> yes. But how is that? How do you spell? How do you can you spell that for me? Because there's a there's also a nanny Bobian. I'm guessing that's not the one you mean. Do you, do you want to share screen? No. For a second. Because uh, it sometimes gives the answers. What, what are B-O the... space B-O. So you got Bobine, Alpha, Fabiola, Bobo, or DD. Bobo. Bobo. Uh, you seem convinced. 100%. That's my answer. Correct. Bravo. Cece's nanny's name is Bobo. This is indicated by the statement that when Maxwell's childhood nanny visits, Cece is reminded of her... <laughs> That's just the question again. Why is it so annoying? <laughs> you are currently on three out of 100 points. Uh, next. Your your rank moved up. 69% of quiz takers got this correct. Difficulty was easy. The sh- question two. The show must go on. One twelve. Maxwell volunteers Fran to produce a school play for which member of the household? Grace. Grace. Is that your final answer? Yes. You don't want to say Gracie? 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 Well, their name's, Grace. our name's Grace Sheffield, yeah, but yeah. she's called Gracie. Yeah. Gracie, yep. Your answer is correct. Gracie is the correct answer because given, in the given scenario, it's just, it just repeats the, the question. Yeah. And then it says, it can be inferred that she is the one whom the play is being produced. <laughs> what the fuck? Is this like how to work uh, it out? Or like... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's just like, sh- uh, uh, give your answer. Show you're working. Yeah. Yeah. Question three. Ooh, the finale, part 26. 22. What is C.C. Babcock's full name? Chastity Claire. Chastity Claire? Yep, there are... Yep, I'm going to say you're right because it's an option. Correct. The correct answer is Chastity Claire Babcock. This is the correct answer because it matches the name Chastity and the middle name Claire in the question. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I think you should stop reading the, the bonus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going to stop that. Question four. Schlepped away. One sixteen. What does Sylvia serve her snow-trapped house guests for dinner? Oh. If you're not sure, I can give you multiple choice options. I, I'm going to say something, but then I would like to hear the multiple choice options. Oh, yeah. You don't have to lock it in. Uh, tongue. I want to say... Tongue is an option. Is, is it just tongue or is it like ox tongue? Okay. So your options are tongue, bagels with lox and cream cheese... Knishes, turkey loaf and canned yams, or capon smeared with Campbell's creamy mushroom. I'm saying tongue. Tongue. All right. That answer is correct. Uh, the feedback for this one just says, Sylvia serves the snow-trapped house guests tongue for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> no, no Grace is the only one answer. that likes it, and it's like the rules. Like, I, I like it, and it's just not going Yeah, I remember that. All right, question five. Where was Fran... Oh, sorry. The Nanny Napper, 2-6. Where was Fran when she ended up kidnapping a Russian lady's baby? On the subway. Who was she with? Uh, The Sheffield kids. I'm going to say that's correct. (laughs) Is correct. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Question six. The party's over. Three, eight. According to Val, how did Benny's clam bar burn down? How did Benny's clam bar burn down? Oh. I would like to hear the options for this. Your options are faulty wiring, a fire, arson, someone was smoking in the ladies' room, or my mother knocked over a candle. I think someone was smoking in the ladies' room. Okay. But I'm not 100% yeah, sure. I don't, think, I don't think Val... It depends who she's talking to, but I don't think she would say my mother. Yeah. No, okay. no. She, I mean, she might so have said gonna, fire. She's that kind of dumb. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So we're going to go with someone with smoking in the ladies' room? I think so. Submit answer. Oh, it was a fire. Oh, see, was I, yeah, I was going to say. fire. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Question seven. Pishki Business 28. Where is CC's apartment located? Park Avenue. The options to choose from. Or is it Trump House? Tower. Trump Tower, 721 Fifth Avenue, 407 East 86th Street, 55 East 55th Street, 9 Greenwich Street, 518 West 125th Street. You said Park Avenue. You could. Is that what you said, Park Avenue? I did say Park Avenue. Is that a street or is that an area? Because one of those streets might be in Park Avenue. Let's see. This could be a floor of the question more so than... Yeah. So Park Avenue, hmm. So that's sort of, no, it's just a street, yeah. I mean, she could be on the corner of. How close to the Sheffields do you think she lives? Uh, not far. What's, uh, what's yeah. the, um, what are the options again? So Trump Tower, 721 no. Fifth Ave, uh, 9 Greenwich, 407 East 86th, 55 East 55th, 518 West 125th. This is a pure guess. I'm going to say the second option. Uh, well, I read them in different orders, but there's 9 Greenwich uh, and there's 407 East 86th. That would have been my East. two second options. The 407 East 86th? Uh, yeah, the one that's got East in it. Okay. 407 East 86th, New York. I just want to see where that is. I'm going to say... I, I re- mm, That's close to Park Avenue. It's a couple of blocks over. Let's see. Correct. Yep. Good choice. That that's the one I would have chosen based on if I could have look at look at all of them on a map. Yeah, I know I know that it's Park Avenue because she made a comment about yeah. giving up her Park Avenue penthouse to move into Niles' room, mm. and I'm like, like oh, you did an episode later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Question eight: The in-law who came forever. Six eleven. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who purchases Morty and Sylvia's home, forcing them to move in with the Sheffields for not being allowed to sing at Fran and Maxwell's wedding? Aunt Frida. Aunt Frida. That is correct. You're on 20 of 100. Possible points so far. Uh, question nine. Oi vey, you're gay? <laughs> Three, seven. To her great delight and relief, who does Fran discover is gay? Uh, the male nanny. Uh, okay, so you've got options. Sydney Mercer, CeCe oh, no, Babcock, no. Yeah. Julius Kimball, Morgan Faulkner, or Jocelyn Sheffield? Uh, the first option, Sydney. Sydney. Sydney Gout. Sydney Mercer. Mercer. Correct. Fran discovers that Sydney Mercer is gay. Yeah. I forgot that that happened in two episodes. One where she thought the male nanny was gay yeah. and one where she thought yep. uh, the new publicist for Maxwell was... She was like, you're, you're yep. all over everything. She's like, honey, I'm gay. <laughs> uh, question 10. A kiss is just a kiss. 223. For fun, Fran encourages Maggie to enter a kissing contest promoting... I don't even know this one. Promoting Billy a Ray famous Cyrus. singer... Yep. <laughs> in Twist of Fate, Fran ends up winning because she makes the singer look younger. Who was the singer? Billy Ray Cyrus? Mm-hmm. Dunsky. Next. Question 11. Canasta Master. 216. What is the name of Yetta's Canasta team? Flushing Queens. Flushing Queens. That just makes sense. <laughs> Question 12. Schlepped away. 116. According to Kenny and Fran's conversation, where would you find Ronnie's Slack Shack, Vinny's oh. Jacket Racket, and Blouse House? Fuck. Uh, what are the options for that one? At a mall in New Jersey. At the Queen's Centre Mall. On Flushing Avenue in Queens. On Flatbush Avenue in Brooklyn. On Union Turnpike in Queens. 
I want to say you. It's either it's one of the last two. I want to say Union Turnpike. Union Turnpike in Queens. Is that what you want? Yeah. Okie dokie. Correct. I'm looking for the difficulty level of that question. It doesn't say. Oh no, yeah, question hard. Yeah, that was a hard one. Uh, pilot, aka the nanny, one one. Fran first appears on appears on. <laughs> Fran first appears on the Sheffield's doorstep selling what cosmetics line? It's something off the Orient, but I can't remember exactly. Shades of the Orient. Is that the only one with off Orient and the? Well, the clo- next closest one is Tones of Taipei. <laughs> oh no, it's definitely off the Orient. So yeah. <laughs> yep, Shades of the Orient. All right. Question 14. Fransom, 5-4. When Cece's dog Chester is dognapped, Fran and Val pose as blank in order to track down the thieves, ending up being held captives themselves. Oh. What are the options? Waiters, sorry, waitresses in a diner, hot dog vendors, bank tellers, ice cream vendors, or exotic dancers. I want to say ice cream vendors. Are you saying that, or do you want to say that? I'll say that. I'll say that. Correct. Yeah. It's only been one wrong so far. Uh, 15. The Heather Bil- Heather, Biblo. Heather Biblo story. 424. On what soap opera does Heather Biblo appear? Oh, I'll know it when I hear it. What are the options? As the world turns, the young and the restless, guiding light, the bold and the beautiful, passions. Bold and the beautiful. That would have been my guess. Oh, no. Is it not? The Young and the Restless. Oh, I knew it was... One yeah, of them the... is a spin-off of the other. Oh, so, uh, yeah. yeah. The Chatterbox, 225. Who owns the Chatterbox Salon in Queens? Options. Mr. Claude, Mrs. Spielberg, Mr. Anthony, Heather Biblo, Judy Silverman. Uh, the second one. What was the Mr. second Spiel- one? Miss- Mrs. Spielberg. No, 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 no. What? Mr. Claude, Mr. Anthony, Heather Biblo, Judy Silverman, Silverman. Or Mrs. Spielberg? Mr. Anthony. Mr. Anthony. Correct. Was that a guess or did you have to work that out? I knew it was Mr. Something and I I couldn't remember exactly. Like I wasn't as 100% convinced as I have been with other questions. Question 17. I reckon you'll get this one. Love is a, love is a many blundered thing. 319. What is the location of the f- sign Fran rents to ask Mr. Sheffield to be her valentine? Oh, eh... Uh... What are the options? Because I, I, I want to know if it's above, like... The... Yep. Okay, you got above Saks Fifth Ave, on the approach lane to the Queensborough Bridge, Times Square, beside a fountain in Central Park, on the Brooklyn Queens Expressway. Times Square. Yeah, that has to be it, sure. Yeah. Yes. The Hockey Show, 322. I know this one. <laughs> what does Fran do that jinxes the superstitious hockey player she is dating, causing she... him to lose a game and turning the entire city against her? Where's Red Shoes? Yes. Say, I remember some of this shit. <laughs> a decent proposal. Five six. What celebrity does Fran meet in Las Vegas who believes she brings good luck? It's not Las Vegas. <laughs> it's Atlantic City. Oh, still. Uh, no, Reno is in Vegas. Atlantic City is New Jersey, is it? I don't know. It's not Vegas. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Question twenty. General trivia. In what borough of New York is Morton City's? Uh, I'm gonna say it again. In what? Borough of New York City is Morty and Sylvia's apartment. Flushing Queens. Uh, Flushing Queens. So Queens is a borough. Yes. Yeah. I like it. The, the options: Staten Island, Queens, the Bronx, Brooklyn, or none of the above. It's in Hoboken, <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> it is in Flushing Queens. 
Question 21. Lamb chops on the menu. 20, sorry, 220. After Fran believes that lamb chop was destroyed by Chester, where was lamb chop ultimately found? In the washing. We've got uh, a basket of laundry. Yes. yes uh, at the Sheffield's house. I remember that episode as, as well because, um, forget her name, was actually in the episode. Yeah. Uh, the Chatterbox, 225. After being rejected for a part in Maxwell's play, Fran helps who land a job at the Chatterbox as a shampoo girl? Oh. Uh, Heather Biblo. No. Mary Ruth, her mother Sylvia, Kim Sue, or Lupe? Uh, the second one. Mary Ruth? Yeah. Correct. I don't like that episode because it's like, it, it's literally a, a side story. And I'm like, yeah. I don't give a shit about people at the Chatterbox. <laughs> get, get, give me, I give me Niall stories. <laughs> I misread the uh, the um, title of this episode. I thought it said, A Star is Stillborn. <laughs> it's oh. A Star is Unborn. Yeah. 2-7. In what Broadway, what Broadway role was Fran cast for her theatrical flop debut? Juliet. In Romeo and? Juliet. Okay. Yes, correct. The nanny in law, 110. According to Fran, Nanny Mueller is scaring Gracie to death. Is scarring Gracie to death or scaring? I don't know how they've spelt it. With what story? What story is not good for Gracie? What What are the, the options? There is Winnie the Pooh, the three little pigs, Little Red Riding Hood, The Exorcist, or Robin Hood. I want to say three little Mueller pigs. Is scaring Gracie to death. I, I would have said The Exorcist. But no, I'll... no, I, it's okay. not the kind of thing that Nanny Mueller would have read, and I feel yeah. like okay. Gracie's existential crisis applies to... Three, three Little Pigs? Yeah. Okay. It was Winnie the Pooh. Wow. Winnie the Pooh. Wow. remember that. Wow. Ooh, general phobia. What is Mishpoka? 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 Mishpoka. A family. Mish, Mishpoka. Yeah, family. A dish typically served at Passover. No, it is family. I know more Yiddish than I ever thought I would. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, the nanny. <laughs> General trivia. During the third season, who moved next door to the Sheffields? Oh, uh, Roger Clinton. Roger Clinton. Yeah, that was an option. Correct. Number 27. We're getting quite close to the end now. Take back your mink, 212. Fran inherits a mink coat after a relative passes away. Where did the relative obtain the mink coat? Oh, I don't know. I know. What, what, right. what, are, the, what, are, the refer- what are the choices? She schlepped it in from Eastern Europe. She was a mink rancher. She wanted on the prices right. She found it on clearance at Lowman's. She got it at a rummage sale in Boca. Who wears mink in Florida anyway? I, Lomans I, feels I don't, like Lomans is far too obvious. I feel like I can hear them saying she won it on the prices right. So, like I, Sil- yeah. I, Sylvia saying it. Yeah, I think it's uh, prices right. Yeah. And if she was a mink rancher, slunks would have been brought up. Yeah. Yeah. She won it on the prices right. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I heard you say that, I was like, oh, yeah. I bet it's that. General trivia. In what New York City neighborhood would you find Danny? Imperiale's bridal shop. Imperiale. Danny Imperiale's bridal shop. What are the choices? Ooh. Now there are. Wait till you hear all the options first. Okay. There is Astoria in Queens, Pelham Parkway in the Bronx, Soho in Manhattan, Forest Hills in Queens, or Flushing in Queens. Flushing in Queens. All right. It only makes sense. Yeah. Next question. Twenty-nine. General trivia: What is Fran's sister's Nadine's? What is Fran's sister Nadine's profession? 
caterer. Caterer. Correct. 30 of 35. Mummy Mai. 5-7. How much did Fran and Val pay to adopt... Mm, oh, Mummy Mai? Mei Ling when they were in high school. Oh, How much did they pay like... to adopt Mei Ling? What are the options? Because it's like something stupidly low. It's a dollar... It's an amount and then a period. So you've got yeah. $27 a semester, 200 a year... 59 cents a week, 17 cents a day, or 25 cents a day? It's, I think it's the per week one. 59 cents a week? Yeah. Ooh, no, it was 17 cents a day. Oh. Which still works out to something cents a week. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 31, making whoopee, 6-8. Where was Maxwell when Fran discovered she was ovulating and it was the right Celebrity time? Celebrity Squares. <laughs> yes. Uh, Hollywood Squares. <laughs> Hollywood Squares. <laughs> I'm going to do Hollywood Squares. <laughs> I said, I I said yes before I even clicked submit. I knew that I was the correct answer. I love that episode so much. <laughs> 32 of 35. Imaginary friend. 1-7. In this episode, while biting into a cookie, Fran accidentally eats Gracie's imaginary friend... Imogene. Who is Imogene. Correct. The gym teacher. 1-18. Who is Maggie's gym teacher? There is okay, okay, Miss the Madison. Miss Madison. Coach Sanchez. Coach Stone, Ms. Roosevelt, or Sister Mary Angela? Oh, Ms. Roosevelt. That is incorrect. The answer is, is Coach Stone. Oh, right. Mm. Oh, she got married. That was the thing, because I could remember what ah. Fran called her. And that, she yep. didn't call her Ms. Roosevelt, but I thought it was Ms. Still, so she was always Ms. The penultimate question. Fran gets mugged. 2.26. On a walk through Central Park with Brighton, Fran gets mugged. What was in her purse at the time it was stolen? Shakespeare's. A rare original document written by William Shakespeare, would you say? Yes. Correct. <sighs> Last question. The kibbutz. 3.12. Okay. What does, Fra what does Fran suddenly remember about the kibbutz she and Val went on, <laughs> promoting her to reconsider the idea of sending Maggie? It's where she lost her hat. Her hat. Her hat. Yeah, hat. Hat is in quotes as well. Her Virgin Airline ticket. Yes. Correct. Fran remembers she lost her hat. Yeah. Uh, so view the results. Let's see. 86 out of 100. You've earned a certificate of achievement. 86 of 100 on the Ultimate Nanny Quiz on this date, November 12th, 2023. You've you got a passing result. I'm uh, quite happy with that because the ones that I didn't pass are episodes were, I don't yeah. really care about. Yeah. 30 of 35. Pretty good. Uh, you. Oh, there are people who got 100%. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're not in the top five, sorry to say. <laughs> But that's because people have probably taken this quiz multiple times. Someone has oh. done it in 100... 100. Anastasia. Mm -hmm. Anastasia scored 100% in 51 seconds. Oh, then she's 100% done it before. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I'm just going to send you this right now. So you've got this certificate to appreciate uh, and print out, hang on your wall if you want. Um, I don't know, maybe not, because you didn't get 100%. Uh. No, I think... Do you know what? I, I really, I really, really enjoyed this. I'm quite... You know, if you want to find Good. another nanny quiz and test me again, well, then... it kept on popping up during the Pretend quiz. Pretend to... I! <laughs> I didn't know you could put a name in. Yes, it is presented to I. To I! <laughs> yes. Uh, it kept on popping up. Oh, here we go. Add your name. I'm not going to. It's no. just I. No. No, I. 
the royal eye. The royal uh, eye. But yes, it kept on saying, this quiz might be good for you. Which car, which which member of the nanny are you? Yeah. Oh! Yeah, we'll, we'll save that for another time because... Those are always terrible quizzes because you know who you want to be and you yeah. answer the questions accordingly. I know. Accordingly. But I, uh. I, sometimes I like to see what people associate with certain things. Yeah. Like... So it's been... Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since we've done something like this. Yeah. Uh, uh, an obligatory podcast quiz. That yeah. is what I always wanted to call this segment. Obligatory <laughs> podcast quiz segment. Yeah. And then have like hire a, an orchestra or something <laughs> to like do an orchestrated version of like obligatory podcast quiz or something to like that. To the theme that, you know? of the nanny. <laughs> well, yeah, it could be now. <laughs> obligatory look, podcast quiz based on the nanny just yeah. for Brogan's entertainment. <laughs> Dear Cheesebags, if you would like to support the show in a way other than financial, you can do it by submitting a, an ob- obligatory podcast quiz of some yeah. such. Yeah. Look, do it. Where You can reach out to us at NicePodBud on all social medias, or you could write to us directly, uh, admin at NicePodBud.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, or go to the website, nicepodbud.com, and there's a contact form that you can fill in and send through to us. I know the contact form works because we're still getting spam from it. So yes. I know it works. <laughs> uh, but look, if if you have the, the funds to support us financially, you can do so by going to nicepodbud.com forward slash Patreon. Uh, just a few bucks and you get bonus content and a whole bunch of other, other stuff. Bonus content is a whole... It's a side podcast, basically. It's we, we talk about stuff before, sometimes after, and during, like mm-hmm. mid- midway between recording episodes. Yeah. We may have lost some bonus content for this episode. <laughs> we'll see. I, 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 I apparently saved it. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but you can also support Brogan by... Uh, yeah, they've got a website, 7billionneedles.com. Uh, you can buy fine wares. Yes. And you can support mm-hmm. Wayne twitch.tv forward slash Wayne Geo and watch him do the streamy thing whether that is playing games or drawing thangs correct uh, drawing thangs I, I drew some stuff uh, not on a Saturday Ooh. this week I drew some comics so I, I've drawn multiple comics this week it's I'm insane usually I've gone from one to four I drew four comics this week yep it's insane uh, it's because I've been posting them and stuff as well yeah. I, I've decided I'm going to post one a day for this entire week, and that, hence the dumps. Um, I'll say it again: if you if you're if you're on Imager and you see my dump, go into the comments and like say good things about my comics. Say, be like, oh, that post uh, like image number seventeen in that dump was great. Like, lol, <laughs> something. I don't know. How how do you want to do it? Yeah. It'd be, it'd be good. Uh, but you can also reach out directly to Brogan on all social media at 7 billion needles. And you can find Wayne at Wayne Geo. You won't find me personally. You'll, you'll be a digitized version of me until no, I respond. No, you'll find him. You'll find him personally. Probably. I, I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty good at responding pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for stopping in. Ooh, I, I thwomped early. <laughs> I've never had that problem before. Uh, thanks for stopping by and having a listen. As always, stay fresh, cheese bags. Mm.